From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to episode 208 of the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson. If you are new to the channel, welcome. This is a great first episode. If you are new, I'm talking about the first steps toward anxiety recovery today. And how do you get yourself out of the chaos, that darkness, the unknown that anxiety that an anxiety sufferer is in? I mean, if you are waking up with severe anxiety, ruminating and obsessing over your symptoms, you're going to the doctors often, you're googling your symptoms, you just feel like you can't get a grip over the the chaos, the anxiety that you're currently contending with, then well, follow this podcast. Listen to these episodes over and over and over again because I've seen with the people that have listened and are still listening, well, they say that the podcast has been a useful tool for them to get them out of that chaos and they start to become obsessed with the information because really... I never grew up with this information and in school and, you know, the people around me never gave me this information. I had to stumble upon somebody when I used to suffer from anxiety who, well, they overcame the problem I was contending with and they provided me with that knowledge and those resources and those tools to heal myself rather than just remain in that coping sphere So the first thing about recovery that you need to know is that you have to shine a light. You have to shine some awareness on what's lurking in the darkness of your personality, of your being, right? The parts of you that you do not want to confront. Because our actions and our thoughts become so repetitive and normal to us which define who we are as a person, right? And then we lose ourselves in this ego, in this construct of of who we think we are, right? And we become so attached to this normal. I see it all the time with people who remain in suffering. They get offended or they simply block out things that they block out even the light from other people who are successful, right? There's something about other people's success and disciplines that intimidate other people who remain in the suffering cycle. And that's interesting. Well, what's interesting about that is The higher the ideal, the harsher the judge, right? So if I'm intimidating you, for example, and if you find what I'm saying to be, well, um, if you find it to be uncomfortable, well, then that's a good thing, right? Embrace that. And then, and I hope that it brings 
more of what you need to work on out from the depths of what's lurking in your shadow, right? The shadow parts of you, what's lurking in the basement, right? That you need to contend with and, and, and sacrifice in order for you to get to that next, next level. So self-examining yourself is what we need to do in order to grow. Self-examination. This is what I did. Everything I'm talking about is what I did to overcome my anxiety. I mean, I started from rock bottom. I started from square one. I just needed to find that person out there who went through the same suffering and overcame it. Because I didn't want to live like this anymore or like how I used to anymore. Human beings are adventure-seeking, exploratory creatures. That's just in our nature. And when things become stagnant, we unconsciously find the unknown to make life more interesting. We make things chaotic unconsciously right? So it's in our micro routines that we have to examine. What are we doing every day? The little things that make up who we are, like those little things matter. They matter. In the Lion King, this is so interesting. Mufasa tells Simba that our kingdom is everywhere the light touches so what he means by that is outside of the light is the place of the unknown right the unexpected everywhere the light touches that's safety that is known territory and known territory means reduced anxiety the place that we've already explored it's like a cat being brought into a new home. It doesn't like the novelty of the new place because now it has to explore every nook and cranny of the place just so it can start to relax and get comfortable in this environment. So in the darkness, that's where the threats lurk, but that's where we grow as people the information that we need to incorporate into our personality lies beyond what we already know. And that requires humility, right? I don't know as much as I could. And so I need to explore new people, new mentors, books, lectures, uh, I need to explore hypnotherapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, whatever it is to, well, well, my aim, well, what's the aim, right? The aim is to recover from anxiety, to lessen this stress, to, well, overcome the severe obsessing and doctor visits and so forth, right? Like that was my aim in, in this journey. And so to get to that aim, I had to wander out of my place of known suffering and into this new area of, of learning and growing. And, you know, that's daunting, but it requires humility. 
we need to voluntarily venture into that dark space in order to contend with what threatens the kingdom and to make us mentally and physically stronger. Recovery from anxiety requires you to face the unknown of your past and your present to shine consciousness, to shine awareness on the truth of your situation in order to move forward. Anxiety sufferers are so engulfed in the unknown. Their situation is very pixelated. So step number one, admit that things are not okay and that you need help. Admit that things are not okay and you require help. I used to try to make myself okay with coping tactics. I wanted to feel quote-unquote normal and more neutral in my emotions, and I was attempting to gain control over myself with these coping tactics, but with no luck. Those tactics like reassurance seeking, weed, alcohol, toxic relationships, pornography, the list goes on and on. Also avoidance. That's another big one that I want to throw in. I was avoiding situations that made me anxious. So I had to venture outside of what I already new into the unknown and that's where i found the answers remember in the lion king or in the hobbit for that matter the hero has to go out of their kingdom on this great adventure to find the person they are truly meant to be that's where your true potential lies in the unknown I remember telling myself that I should do the opposite of my old self. It's a very daunting leap, but I was certainly desperate to change. And the bigger the sacrifice, the likelihood of change occurring greatly increases. I want to repeat that part too. The bigger the sacrifice the likelihood of change occurring greatly increases. Many people suffering admit that they need to change when they come across somebody who overcame the same problem they are contending with. So my old self, when I was suffering, my parents weren't those people or were that person that, you know, I was only relying on them for reassurance, right? And they were providing me with a pat on the back, but they didn't have the relatability I needed to overcome anxiety. And so when I found this coach, this mentor who overcame anxiety, well, first of all, I related to them. They spoke my language and They found a way out. And then I thought, wow, change is possible. There is hope. Then 
I was able to move forward. I started to become obsessed with the information they provided. You want to learn about anxiety and how you can heal from it. And that's my aim with my channel. That's why I do what I do. Because I'm passionate. I'm passionate because I'm I'm passionate because I found the answers I I well I couldn't believe existed. Like because I was changing, I well, I became passionate that way. Making recovery your top priority is how you will recover from anxiety. Your external world will not change until you work on your internal world first. That's the truth. All those micro routines that are programmed within your unconscious mind may need a complete overhaul. How much your life changes is determined by the amount you are willing to sacrifice and venture out into the unknown. Having a mentor, a guide, a role model to provide you with those tools and that knowledge, well, and more importantly, that structure to follow, that is crucial. Because how do you expect to change on your own? Structure is order. You are brightening that strong, bright light around your new kingdom the more you learn about anxiety. I didn't choose from the get-go that I wanted to be a coach, that I wanted to mentor hundreds of people suffering from anxiety or influence thousands of people on YouTube or or this podcast. This found me. My body was telling me, Brad, you need to change. What you're doing right now, this is not working. Your map of the world is severely flawed. Also, you're still holding on to the traumas of your past. You need to let them go. So I had to adopt a completely different new lifestyle. That's it, right? And that's extremely challenging. But you do that one day at a time. You just learn and grow. And having that mentor helps you day by day improve on those little things. I mean, I'll tell you something. At first... When I came across this mentor, I was sitting in my garage. I was suffering from agoraphobia at the time. And I was sitting in my garage just watching his videos and learning and writing them down. And I remember thinking, man, I think there is a way out. And I'll never forget that moment. Anxiety suffers. They get so lost within the darkness of themselves. And that's why they can feel so alone. And they might be going crazy. 
Structure and knowledge is your lever for breaking free. What you pay attention to the most determines what you value. We all have a hierarchy of values within us. I mean, my old self, I valued weed, alcohol, reassurance seeking, my home just to feel safe, toxic relationships, pornography. I mean, the list goes on and on. And looking back, no wonder my life was so chaotic because these were numbing agents, only causing more problems rather than providing me with proper health. And I remember at the beginning of my recovery, I surrounded myself with my mentor day after day, and I noticed a strong change within me. And so I want to ask you, what would happen if you surrounded yourself with your mentors on YouTube most of your day or your weeks or your months or years? Think about how much you would start to think and act like them. Because the brain is neuroplastic, meaning we can rewire and change the brain. It's like Play-Doh, right? It doesn't have to be the way it is right now. It can be different. But I think you have to start with your actions first before you can think your way to a better life. You have to literally examine and go over your day-to-day with a fine-toothed comb and ask yourself, well, what am I doing every day that is making me into this dependent, weak person? What would I like to change, but I just can't seem to change? And believe me, if you really ask yourself, the questions will come. Now think about what would happen if you just became obsessed about learning? If you listened to this podcast over and over again, and I hear it all the time from you, that anxiety became a thing of the past because you decided to follow my videos and podcast religiously. And that's why I do what I do. So that you guys can get out of anxiety. It's possible. Trust me that I thought I could never change. I thought change was not possible. I quit my whole life when things got rough. But I followed these tools that I provide you with on this podcast. And once you start to see the small improvements, that is what builds upon your momentum. And I'll give you an example. Say you decide to clean your car today. So you clean your car and then you feel really good and then you go on to another task. And so what's happening there is because you've completed the cleaning of your car, you get a dopamine kick. That is your reward center activating. And that's your uh, seeking system, right? So seeking system means... That whenever you feel good about something that you've done, 
you're attaching a lot of meaning to that, that you should probably do this again. And so when you get a hit of dopamine after cleaning the car, I'm sure you've noticed this before, you go and do something else that's productive. And because of the dopamine kick, you actually get adrenaline from that dopamine kick, which moves you forward to the next task, provides you with energy. So imagine waking up in the morning, you do the micro routine of making your bed. And because you do that, you're building upon this dopamine system. You're, you're, you're building upon this momentum. So if you do five things in the morning that are really productive, that facilitates this movement forward toward the challenges of the day. And you're most likely going to contend with those challenges because you've already faced those smaller challenges in the morning. My old self, I would get up at 10 o'clock and not do much, not even make my bed, not even brush my teeth or have a ritual. I will just flop around, maybe watch TV or uh, eat pancakes and, you know, guzzle coffee and run out the door, right? I was already setting myself up for failure. There were no disciplines or sacrifices made whatsoever. So starting the morning off with smaller disciplines facilitates and pushes you more into the unknown later on in the day. It adds momentum, builds on this momentum, and it adds energy. And you feel like at the end of the day that at least you've accomplished some things rather than not put in any effort whatsoever. And I'll tell you something else about dopamine. This is so cool. It actually suppresses depression because it's the feel-good chemical. And if you get that dopamine the right ways through meditation, exercise, and uh, those small micro wins then the less depressed you will feel. Happiness comes through the progression. You have to see yourself progressing somewhere in order to feel good about yourself and life in general. That's where meaning comes into life. The more responsibility you decide to take on and adopt, the more meaning that comes in your life. So take responsibility for anxiety. Understand that this is your burden. This is your cross to bear. So bear this cross and work towards that future you. Set your aim high enough so that, well, you can get there and keep your mentors close learn and grow. I know this is not what you wanted to do your whole life, but trust me, if you decide to take on this responsibility, this will be the most meaningful thing you've ever done. 
The real happiness comes when you decide to better your circumstance and to change your lifestyle. And that's where I'm going to leave you today on this podcast episode. Thank you for being here. Make sure you like and subscribe my content on YouTube. I'd greatly appreciate that. Share this podcast with those you know that would greatly benefit from this content. And remember, rise above anxiety. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's Powerful Anxiety Recovery Program is now available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project Program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.